Celebrating our connection with our pets. From all across the globe, this is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. Hey, hey you. Hey, you. How are you doing? Hello. <laughs> oh I was watching Monty Python last night. <laughs> Sorry, and Eric Idle was doing that voice, and I started thinking of us, and I fell off the bed laughing. Do you remember when Eric Idle was on the show? I didn't even know who he was. You guys had to point him out to me. I don't watch Judy. Him. Shut up. No, he, he actually yeah. just—he accidentally walked into our lunchroom and had yeah. lunch. No. Yeah. yeah. So we grabbed him and brought him into the studio. I didn't love him. Know. Love him. Love him. I still don't really know who he is. But, what, uh, from Monty Python? I'd never watched Monty it. Python's course, now, flying uh, circus. Never saw it. What's the Broadway hit that he has now? Spamalot. Spamalot. Yeah. yeah. He was mm-hmm. writing that at the time, as you remember. He was oh, talking about yes. it, yeah. Hal, you, you had your brush with greatness. That was my only brush with greatness. Well, except for you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> today, today, today. Today. I guess we're talking to Montel in a few minutes. Yes. Does he? He's, he doesn't have a show anymore, Judy. Does he? Uh, not the talk show that he used to have. He's doing something else on. Uh, you have the paper over there on the Living Well with Montel series. Like an infomercial. Yeah, it's kind of an infomercial, huh. and uh, yeah, he kind of uh, lost his uh, talk show. It was kind of canceled. What was that about? Do you know? Well, speculation. He was. Uh, he was on a, another show, and uh, he brought up the fact that the media was covering, I think at the time it was Heath Ledger's death. Oh, he was on Fox and Friends. Yeah, he was. Uh, <laughs> he, Montel got a little upset that they weren't covering the Iraq war and what was happening over there, that they were making Heath Ledger kind of headlines and so? pushing the war a little. You lose a show over that? Well, he voiced his opinion and said he didn't think that was proper. And I have to agree with him. It's, you know, you see all this celebrity stuff going on, but yet what's really happening and affecting most of the people and uh, lives is just kind of pushed under the rug for what celebrity is dating whom. So Montel's pretty genuine, a genuine guy, huh? He is. You know, he, I used to watch his talk show years ago, and I like what the guy stands for. And I think he's a, he was a Marine before he did his talk show, and uh, he's kind of a no-nonsense guy and tells it like it is. He'll be joining us. Also, our boys from Iraq will be calling? They will. They're going to be calling directly from Iraq. So we're taking a very, I know, very long distance Technology is awesome. Yeah, that telephone thing's been working pretty good for uh, many, many years now. (laughs) Shut up, Hal. Why are we hearing from them? What's going on with them? Well, I contacted them because I want to know about the dogs that they're training over there. For the troops, and I, I don't understand exactly what the jobs of these dogs will be, what they're being trained for, how they're being trained, where they came from, things like that. There, that That's might be Montel calling right now. now. Oh, yeah. sorry. <laughs> Let's see who that is. Uh, Joey Volani will be joining us in just a few minutes. He is here this weekend. He finally, he's Yay! finally made it to the studios here. He's actually sitting in the green room right now. And uh, we have a green room. Yeah. Well, how it's not you really. Guys never told me that uh, because it, it doubles as the bathroom. Oh, I see. Never mind. Yeah. Of course, Dr. Debbie's here answering your vet medical questions. Uh, Bobby Hill with news. Animal communicator Joy Turner. Susan Sims. Party animal Vinnie Penn. Britt Savage. I'm Hal Abrams. Montel Williams will be joining us in just the a few minutes. one and only. It is Animal Radio, 1-866-405-8405. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Blue Buffalo, makers of healthy and holistic natural food for dogs and cats. You love them like family. You do. So feed them like family with Blue Buffalo. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people. 
British pigeons are getting supersized from all the junk food they eat. A charity called Keep Britain Tidy says people who don't throw their uneaten junk food away are causing the problem. Chief Executive Alan Wood says people think they're being kind by feeding the pigeons their leftover junk food, but what they're really doing is creating a population explosion of pigeons who rely on people rather than nature. These supersized pigeons also scare away the smaller birds and are becoming a nuisance and a health hazard. You'd think they'd work it all off with all that flying around they do. So remember, keep Britain tidy. Don't share your happy meal with a pigeon. I'm Brit Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. This is Animal Radio. This is Animal Radio, baby. Welcome, it's Animal Radio, celebrating our connection with our pets, 1-866-405-8405. This true, Montel Williams will be joining us today? Yes, the Montel. I'm such a big fan of his. Does he still have a show on TV, on CBS, was it? He doesn't have his talk show anymore, but he's got a, a like a infomercial I've type thing he's got I've seen him, though, on. yes. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like more interesting than your normal. Yeah. Or traditional, or run-of-the-mill, let's put it that way. Montel's different. fun. He's yeah. a cool guy. He's very genuine, and he's an he animal is. lover. Mm-hmm. I believe he has a uh, little dog. He's a straight shooter, he'll tell you. Yep. Is he a straight shooter? Mm-hmm. What are you uh, working on in there in the newsroom there? Stuff. So what kind? What kind of? You're not. You know what you're doing. I caught you. I caught you because you were tweeting. You were tweeting at the same time that you were hey, talking that's there. That's part of my job, Mister. It's in my job description. Don't you? Okay. So coming up in the news, we're going to take a look at some problems. <laughs> if you're a pet lover and you're Canadian and you travel on Air Canada. Uh, there's some backlash to that airlines oh. allowing small animals to travel in the passenger companion. But uh, we'll tell you what's going on in the news. Remember, in the U.S., there's a lot of airlines that let you do it. So it's cool. So I think it's one of those, you know, foreign things, Hal. <laughs> a Canadian, because they're so foreign. you got to watch out for those wacky Canadians there. We love Canada. Yes, we America's do. hat. <laughs> America's sombrero. It's true. No, I just said it was a hat. A. Dr. Debbie's here to answer your vet medical questions. Dog father Joey Villani. Bobby, as you just heard, uh, massacring the airways with her news. Thank her, you. Her, animal communicator Joy Turner. Pet travel expert Susan Sims. Party animal Vinnie Penn. Britt Savage. Screening your calls and producing. Judy Francis at one 405 8405 She's the first voice you will hear when you call here. Lucky guys, you. Susan Sims, as usual. She has giveaways. We love her giveaway. What do you got today? I have four giveaways, but one I just really want our listeners to stay tuned for is the Posby Poo Patroller. I can't even explain (laughs) it. There's so many things that this does. It's just you have to see it to believe it. You know, it, it looks bigger than my dog. What, what is it to clean up poo or what does it do? Well, yeah, there's little baggies there. They have the top. It's, it looks like a dog. And then the top is a cap and you take that off and use that for a water bowl. There's a flashlight there. There's leashes. There's even if you want to charge your cell phone, they've got that too. Very cool. Well, that's all coming up today. Also, I understand that uh, Sandra Bullock's dog, Cinnabon, which I really actually think was Jesse James' dog. And that's, of course, her husband. 
has been found, was lost for a couple of weeks, and I understand through Twitter has been found. Is that correct, Judy? Yes, but you know, we still don't know where the dog was for these past few weeks. I think we should get Joy on and really find out where the dog oh, was. Animal communicator Joy Turner to find out. Okay, that's all today here on Animal Radio. And I believe we have Alan on line one. Hi, Alan. How are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing good. How are you? Good. I have the doctor right here. How can we help you? Yeah, hi. Um, the problem I have is I have a, uh, I have a greyhound. He's 13 years old. He uh, developed cancer in uh, his uh, left rear leg. He, okay. um, he then broke it. And that's the situation I'm at uh, right now. I've been um, giving him pain pills. I, obviously, I took him to a vet. The uh, mm-hmm. vet wants to put him down. And I don't know. I, I don't feel good about doing that. If there's another way around this, he said that I could, that he could amputate the leg, but uh, the dog would be in a lot of pain. And he's 13 years old. You know, he's several years past uh, his life expectancy. Mm-hmm. So my question was, uh, I know it's kind of hard to uh, diagnose something like that over the phone, but I really, you know, friends of mine told me just put him down and et cetera. Yeah. But I don't, sure. feel, I don't feel good about doing that. Well, I mean, gosh, I feel bad for you. I mean, that's definitely a horrible situation. And and the, the tough thing here really, Alan, is that bone cancer in dogs is a very bad disease with very few simple options. It is a very aggressive type cancer and when it occurs in the bones it weakens the bones and it causes what we call a pathologic fracture. So yeah, he's just he wouldn't put a pin in there because the uh, the bone looks like Swiss cheese and absolutely and the pin yeah. would just break away and it wouldn't obviously do any good. Exactly. And when bone is unhealthy, we can't expect it to heal like, you know, a normal bone would. And with with bone cancer, it really is a bad disease that ultimately treatment-wise, you know, as he said, we look at amputation and we can go with amputation by itself and that may buy us some time. But the reality is if all we do is amputate a limb with uh, bone cancer, very commonly within just a matter of a few months, the pet will die of um, metastatic disease. And that's because bone cancers tend to be present um, elsewhere in the body, even when we can't find it. So if we took chest x-rays and don't see bone cancer, say spread to the lungs, then we know that 90% of dogs, at the time of a tumor diagnosis, they probably have it in their lungs. And as soon as you take off that diseased limb, mm-hmm. those other areas in the lungs are going to blossom and they're going to grow. Really? And that's the hard thing. So with bone cancer, we do amputation, but we might do other things. So we can do radiation or chemotherapy. And I would have to say, you know, that's a decision in a 13-year-old dog, you know, whether we're going to go that road. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I can't say I disagree with your veterinarian that, you know, putting him down is probably the fairest thing for him. Mm-hmm. Um he was an ex-race dog that I uh, rescued. And oh yeah. I, I had him about. I've had him about three years now, and mm-hmm. he was uh, kind of uh, real skittery and kind of uh, in rough shape when I got him. And he's starting to come around, you mm-hmm. know, accepting people. But oh, um, sure, it's a good dog. You know, and I hate to do that. I know. I, I understand. It's a very difficult call. But the thing that the honest truth here is, mm-hmm. bone cancer is one of the worst pains that we can experience in veterinary medicine. And we can try to throw medication at it, but ultimately we fail. And we fail badly. And pets with bone cancer are in extreme pain. So this is where as the pet caretaker, 
um, I would always encourage a pet owner to look at what do we need to do to preserve suffering. If we can't do, or it's not realistic to do surgery, chemotherapy, and all these other options, in my mind, my job as a veterinarian is to preserve animal suffering. And in some cases, and you may be in that situation here, euthanasia can be the kindest alternative for the pet rather than living with, um, you know, a bone that every time they move, that's, that's, that's agonizing pain. So I, I understand your hesitation and saying goodbye to a friend that's, you know, come over some great hurdles for you. Um, but the, look at the reality of, of what our options are. And I, I, I've counseled many people that have been through, well, can we try this pain medicine? Can we try that pain medicine? And and yes, we can. But I always warn people at the beginning, we're going to fail in controlling this pain because the cancer will win on that. I see. Wish we had better news there for you, Alan. Our hearts go out. Please give him a, a big old hug from all of us. I'll do that. Okay, thank you for your thank call you. today. one 405 8405 to talk to anyone here at the Dream Team. Tough stuff there, Doc. That's uh, oh. some pretty tough stuff to deal with, bone cancer. It is, yeah. It, it's definitely, you know, people and in animals, it's a it's a rough disease. And there's a lot of great technology out there. You know, there's bone-sparing techniques. There's chemotherapy. There's a lot at our fingertips um, with the help of veterinary oncologists. But, you know, we, we always look at the patient and what's best in that situation and, and that's what i would say that alan you know will definitely need to do here you're listening to animal radio you can learn more at animalradio.com log on learn more this portion of animal radio is brought to you by safeguard canine dewormer did you know that your dog could have intestinal worms even if he's on a heartworm prevention program for more complete protection deworm your dog twice a year with broad spectrum safeguard canine dewormer to find out more Visit www.safeguardfordogs.com. You're listening to Animal Radio. One of the joys of owning a dog is going places together. Kurgo's award-winning line of pet travel products makes this easier and safer for your pet. The Kurgo line includes everything from a backseat barrier, which keeps Fido in the back seat, to an auto zip line to keep your dog secure. And for the little guys, Kurgo has a Skybox booster seat, which provides them with a clear view of the road. If you're going somewhere with your dog, visit Kurgo.com. That's K-U-R-G-O.com. Listen closely. Did you hear that? That's the sound of peace of mind. Peace of mind that comes in convenient, pre-measured packets of Safeguard Canine Dewormer. Just sprinkle the granules on your dog's food twice a year to protect him against the major types of canine intestinal worms. Monthly heartworm prevention programs alone are not enough. Find out how to get the upper hand on intestinal worm infections by visiting www.safeguardfordogs.com. We get lots of food samples here at Animal Radio, so we can be picky about selecting a healthy food. If you're a regular listener, you know Ladybug is one finicky diva. When we got a sample of Stella and Chewy's, the healthy ingredients were there, but would she eat it? I'm here to tell you she ate it as fast as we put it down and begged for more. We feel good about feeding our dog Stella and Chewy's, and we want you to try Stella and Chewy's too. Visit StellaandChewy's.com or call 888-477-8977. That's 888-477-8977. 
As your best friend settles into middle age and shows signs of slowing down, SeniorPetProducts.com is there to help your senior pets live to the fullest by providing the latest news, information, and products for health, wellness, comfort, and mobility. At SeniorPetProducts.com, you'll find everything your aging pets need from vitamins and supplements to diapers, boots, and accessories that'll make their senior years more comfortable, all at the lowest prices available. Thousands of products for the life of your pet. SeniorPetProducts.com. This is Glenn Close on Animal Radio, and remember how very, very important it is to spay or neuter your pet. Welcome to Animal Radio. Hope you're gathered around with your pets wherever you are. 1-866-405-8405 to check in with any one of us here. Vinny, Susan, Animal Communicator Joey Turner, or Bobby, now Dog Father Joey Volani, and Dr. Debbie's here. Dr. Debbie is, uh, she's our vet, too. A lot of people say, did she just come on the air with you guys? She's actually our vet, too, and she takes care of her. We love that. And, of course, now we'll have Joey Groomer animals. See how that works? <laughs> hey, I think this is a thing about free labor that you got. Yeah, oh, you no. got it. Actually, I'm never, I'm a little worried about Joey. He's a scary guy. He's got big tattoos. Ah, uh, he's a big old softy. You know that I was going to say, he's a pussycat, well, yeah. <laughs> when he's holding a pussycat, he looks, no. you know, like that. But uh, that tattoo he has, I'm thinking it probably hurt. We're going to have to ask him about that in just a few minutes. Hey, Montel Williams joins us today. Very excited about this. He, of course, yes. uh, is uh, his show was canceled. Is that correct? Yes, his show was canceled after about 17 years. I used to watch him religiously. And it wasn't canceled over ratings. It was canceled because he, I guess he, he went on another his show. mind on Fox yeah, and Friends yeah. or something like that. But uh, I'll ask him about that. It, would it be rude if I asked him about that? Should Probably I just not. keep quiet about I, that? It would be investigative and probing. I think yeah. it, you need to ask that. Okay, oh, he we'll tells ask. it like it is. I don't think he would be insulted at all. He's now pitching the dogpedic bed, which is sounds like wow. a good idea. I have a temperpedic bed, and all my animals sleep with me, and it would be nice if I could get them out of the bed and on their own <laughs> darn temperpedic bed. So we'll find out. I guess they customize these beds. Really? And, uh, he has all the details about that. I think he's gambling in well, Vegas. Hey, if you're in Vegas, you know, well, it doesn't matter what's, what goes on in Vegas stays in Vegas. Right, Doc? That's right. And it keeps our local economy humming. So come on out. You know, I didn't know that Sandra Bullock's husband was that guy from Choppers. You didn't tell me that, Bobby. Yeah, Jesse James. Yeah, they've been Where married you been? for a few years. Have they been married? Yeah. Yeah. What happened to that whole thing that you're supposed to marry within the entertainment industry? He, they, he, they, I think Sandra Bullock's a little more intelligent than that. Yeah. <laughs> but he has Just a TV a show. They're both on He has a TV show, but why do you think he has a TV show? Well, I've, but he had that show before he got married to Sandra Bullock. Did he really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. I didn't know that. Come on, Hal. Okay. Well, they oh, found their so dog, Cinnabon. <laughs> yeah, they found their dog. It was, uh, I, was it foul play? We don't, you know, I did not get, there were no details released, but it doesn't look like it because she came back very happy, but real dirty and about 15 pounds lighter. Oh. Well, you know, they're lucky because usually if it takes that long, the longer they're gone, the harder it is to have them return. So after three weeks, that's pretty good. Is it true that Twitter yeah. helped them find their dog? Uh, actually, they gave credit to the World Wide Web as one because they did put out information on the blog, on the Chopper's website on Twitter, and they also did some work with Animal Planet. They hired an animal detective, ah. and they offered a reward. So, I mean, they kept the whole puppy missing issue very visible, okay. and it paid off. Good to hear that they've been reunited. It is Animal Radio, one 405 8405 This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Blue Buffalo. 
makers of healthy and holistic natural food for dogs and cats. You love them like family. You do. So feed them like family with blue buffalo. We had to throw in the buffalo there because you got so confused for such a long time there, Bobby, didn't you? Now, I noticed that you still have a blue lava lamp in your newsroom there, even though you've changed the green theme for St. Patty's Day. (laughs) Because it has to be blue. It Not only is it the coolest color in lava lamps, but it's also one of our sponsors, so it, it so fits. Hey, Debbie. Hi, how are you? How are you? Good, thank you. Thank you for taking my call. Um, I have a question for Dr. Debbie. Um, okay. Just to, a, just to give you a little brief history, I have an eight-year-old pure black shepherd named Z. She was, um, since she's been spaded, she's been a very picky eater, eater. She looks at food as if it's poison at time, even if it's a steak. Um, recently, um, within the last five months, I've been separated, and she's been back and forth. And in that duration, um, about a month ago, she had to have a toe removed due to cancer. Um, okay. and, and now I know she's becoming very nervous. Obviously, then the, the, the eating situation has gotten even worse. Um, so I'm asking your advice on, even if I cook food for her, I have to hand feed her. And forget mixing dog food with her. And I'm concerned for her health at this point. So um, okay. any suggestions on how to get her to eat or just go cold turkey and go back to dog food? Well, I guess you mentioned that she's um, a bit anxious now. Has she always been an anxious dog? Not as bad as she is now. Like where I'm staying right now, there's a yard, and she loves being outside, and I can't get her to go out there unless I go out with her, you know. She's jumping at every little wind that blows and branch that falls and... So I think it has okay. to do with the situation on top of her being sick and back and forth to the vet for the last two months. So, Oh, yeah. Now, I guess, um, you know, I, it, whatever it takes for her to eat is she's recuperating from an illness. Those situations, I'm pretty liberal. And, you know, we have to feed the body. So, you know, if the appetite is off because we're on medication or we're recovering from an illness, you know, first and foremost, we want to feed the pet. And then if we're established and we're in a healthy body state, then we can talk about playing a little tough love and, you know, whether or not we need to focus on just getting onto a dog food or just... Just entertaining her appetite uh, quirks, I don't if you like will. For her, but how do I know what is an appropriate balanced meal? I guess you, know. you won't, and that's the problem. Okay. Is that even even myself? I can't tell you how much chicken to mix with rice to add a supplement. It is a very complicated thing as far as creating a balanced diet. Now, a lot of people can say they cook for their dogs, but is it really balanced? And that's really for a veterinary nutritionist to say. So I guess my first concern is you said she had some bone cancer in her toe. I would want to make sure we really have a clean bill of health and that everything is okay um, because some different types... They felt they got the whole uh, tumor that it was confined Okay. And, you know, there are some varieties of uh, bony tumors that can spread. So, you know, it's always a wise thing to check chest x-rays, make sure we're really good all the way around. And if we are and she's being fussy, you know, I would still like to see you get some kind of a dog food in her. If she's opposed to that and she would prefer human variety foods, then I kind of go meet them halfway. And I will go for a gravy style or a stew style. Things that look like human food, smell like human food, but yet we know are balanced for dogs. That, for me, is the best accommodation that I can make for a dog that prefers human food. If she continues to still not eat for you, I'm still going to be concerned that there might not be something right in her medical world. And that will be my first thought that I'm going to go back to. 
Now, if she's always been an anxious dog and hasn't eaten well, you know, we can talk about behavior medicines, things to help calm her, and that might That's also help anxious, her appetite. But she, she's always been a fussy eater. I mean, she looks at food sometimes like we're poisoning her, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> she, turns, she turns her nose up to it. It's amazing. But, um, but and what's her body condition? Is she a uh, healthy weight, a little on the pudgy side, a skinny? She's a healthy weight. She's 80 pounds. She seems the best. Okay. Seems very healthy. You know, feel good. The coat's nice. And so as far as that, yeah. it's okay. I'm going to say that I'm going to encourage you to kind of try to find something in the stew varieties. And, um, you know, there's a lot of basic ones over there. I know that I'm not sure if spot stew is still out there, but there's a lot of good ones out at the pet store that you can go with and um, try to use that. If she doesn't eat and we think she is healthy and that she is cancer-free, then if she doesn't eat for the day, I'm not going to panic. Um, now, if you want to try doing some home cooking, um, a good resource to look into is actually there's a book by, a doctor, um, Dr. Strombach, and it's the Home Prepared Dog and Cat Diets, and it gives you more specific guidance on amounts, different ingredients, and then different health conditions that we might need to feed for. So that might be a resource to check out there, Debbie, and see if you want to go that route. Yeah, I appreciate that very much. Okay. Um, and what do you think about the situation? You think back and forth is okay for dogs? I know kids do it, so. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, as far as with the divorce situation, right? Yeah. Okay. In many cases, it is fine. I have had dogs where this is a big upset for them, that it takes them a while to readjust to the, the change from going from one house to, household to the other. Um, but I've had other pets where it works perfectly fine. So if it does seem that her appetite is really bad after the immediate transition going back and forth, then it might look to maybe make an agreement where either she can stay at one residence longer or that we make a choice for the pet's best interest. So um, I have had that happen before, and I actually got in the middle of a, a divorce proceeding because oh. I had to kind of counsel and, and help the dog uh, get through some of the problems she had. And uh, so, yeah, and, and I always say, what is best for the dog? So if you need to make that call, then got to do it. <laughs> Thanks for your call, Debbie. one 405 to talk to anyone on the Dream Team. Bobby, I understand you have good news out of West Hollywood for us. You know, it is one of the progressive cities here on the West Coast, mm-hmm. and they were the first ones to literally outlaw declawing cats. Now they're cutting down on the outlets for the puppy mills. They're banning sales of cats and dogs in pet stores. <gasps> we're going to have lots of details coming up for you. Okay. That's coming up in the news. We're all here. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Dog father Joey Volani, Bobby Hill, animal communicator Joy Turner, Susan Sims, Vinnie Penn, Britt Savage, Judy Francis, and moi, Hal Abrams. This portion of Animal Radio brought to you by Kurgo. One of the joys of owning a dog is going places together. It really is. Uh-huh. And Kurgo's <laughs> award-winning line of pet travel products make this easier and safer for your pet. If you're going somewhere with your dog, visit Kurgo.com. That's K-U-R-G-O.com. I don't travel in the car without my Kurgo booster seat for my don't little ladybug. without it. Yes. It is the coolest booster seat I have ever seen. <laughs> Coming from I'm someone serious. You should see this thing. Who doesn't like all the accessories? That's a that's a pretty good comment. Well, not that I don't like the accessories. I think the accessories are good and necessary. Let me just say, I've never had a dog small enough that would ever fit. We're talking Malmutes here, Hal. Okay, we're gonna have to get you Did a you small watch? dog. Well, you know, I and I love Ladybug because she is the coolest little dog I've ever been around. She's so calm. She's not yappy. She's not annoying. She's very cool, and I think. It's because she lives with six cats. <laughs> and how? All of them bigger than her. Joey, what do you have? Do you have a dog, a cat? What do you have at home? I, I can't mm, see you as a I, cat guy I, at all. 
you know what? No, I like cats. I like, I like everything, to be honest. But I have three Karen Terriers, and I have an umbrella cockatoo. And the umbrella cockatoo is the alpha in the family. Sure. He bullies all three male Karen <laughs> Terriers that I have, you know, chases them around the house. You groom dogs. Have you ever groomed a cat? Have, yeah, we groomed a lot of cats, actually. Really? And um, a cat a cat could be wonderful to groom, or it could be like, you know, grooming a running skill store. Um, <laughs> you kind of got to know you got to know your place, that the cat is always in charge. And honestly, with cats, um, basically, they'll tell you when they're done. And sometimes I send cats home half-groomed and say, oh, okay, no. you know what? You got to bring them back another day, or please don't bring them back at all. Oh, Put no. on gauntlets for that one. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, you say you have a cockatoo, too. Now, uh, does it talk? No, you know what? I've, I've had this bird for 26 years. She was six Jeez. years old when I got her. But she does everything else. She'll open doors. She'll open drawers. She'll throw clothes on the floor. She'll, you got to be careful because she'll chew wood as well. She's been through a lot of relationships in my life. And she's uh. the woman that's been with me the longest next to my mother. <laughs> um, but you know what? She's wonderful. She really is. And um, the smartest, i got to tell you, she's the smartest pet, even though she don't talk, that I've ever, ever had. Dog father Joey Villani joining us. Uh, Dr. Debbie is here with your vet medical questions. Bobby, we're working on news. Our animal communicator, Joy Turner, Susan Sims, Vinnie Pembridge Savage, Judy, and Wahal. We're all here for you at 1 866 405 8405. This is Animal Radio. This is an Animal Radio news update brought to you by World's Best Cat Litter, the only litter made from whole kernel corn. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. The British Columbia Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals warned people against owning wolf-dog hybrids as pets just a, few, just a few months ago. Now a court ruling against the owner of a wolf dog is adding more support to the animal welfare group's position. The judge's decision said that wolf dogs, quote, are not as a class harmless by nature, end quote, and are essentially wild animals. However, one wolf dog hybrid breeder disagrees. Gahan Mataresi said that the animals are no more dangerous than dogs. And staying up north, the Canadian Medical Association Journal contained a recent editorial that claimed pets in passenger compartments of planes can pose a health risk. The doctors behind the opinion piece called for banning pets from plane cabins due to the risk of allergic reactions or even asthma attacks. The editorial appeared in response to Air Canada's decision to allow small pets to travel in the passenger cabin. And even dogs have fun at Mardi Gras. They do. The New Orleans Carnival Pet Parade included Charlie the Labrador Mix. Charlie and his owner, Stephen Saleas, were part of the crew of Barkus. Get it? Because Bacchus is the... Never mind. Pet Parade, after the two were reunited, thanks to a couple of real animal lovers, Saleas had headed to New Orleans just before Mardi Gras and hitchhiked from Taos, New Mexico, to get there. Well, his dog, Charlie, was found by a couple on vacation in Taos with no collar. The nearest vet didn't have a microchip scanner, so the couple rented a car and headed back home to New Orleans with Charlie. Ten days later, when Teresa Gammon at the, mag- at the Magazine Street Animal Clinic scanned Charlie's neck, they found the microchip. Mm. Charlie and Soleus were reunited in New Orleans just in time for Mardi Gras. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Get more breaking animal news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by World's Best Cat Litter with a tip for keeping your pet safe. Watch out for objects that your pet may ingest like yarn, string, dental floss, and ribbons. Although these objects appear harmless, they can cause an intestinal obstruction and can be fatal. Get more tips from Dr. McPeat at www.worldsbestcatlitter.com slash radio. 
866-405-8405. Animal Radio, celebrating our connection with our pets. Welcome, welcome all. Hope you have your pets around the radio with you. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Uh, uh, dog father Joey Volani joins us this weekend for good. We hope. Hey, Joey, how are you doing? What's going on, guys? How are you? Very good. Uh, we're ready to take some calls with you in just a couple of minutes here. Bobby Hill working on news. I understand that Sandra Bullock's dog, or Jesse James, should I well, say. It's is both it his dogs? dogs. They're married. But it's so. more his dog, isn't it? I don't know. I think the it logistics. is. Of course, from Choppers, he, uh, they found their dog, Cinnabon. We're very excited about that. Bobby's working on news with that. Animal communicator, Joy Turner, with us. Hi, Joy. How are you doing today? I'm pretty marvelous. How about yourself? Uh, very good. We're getting a lot of questions. People want to know, can you talk to animals that are on the other side? I can talk to any animal anywhere they happen to be as long as they want to talk. Okay. If they, if they don't want to talk, then yeah. you're, you're SOL, huh? Yeah, but I haven't ever... Actually, I've been doing this professionally since 1991. I've done it all my life, and I haven't ever had anybody not want to talk. It may, a couple of times took me a little while to convince them they should because like, maybe they were mad at their people or something. Uh-huh. Ah, okay, okay. I understand that. You have to play mediator sometimes. <laughs> sometimes do. Medium mediator. Susan Sims is here today with uh, your pet travel talk. Party animal Vinnie Penn, uh, Britt Savage, screening your calls and producing Judy Francis. I'm Hal Abrams. one 405 Montel Williams joining us today. Is this correct? Yes, it is. Very excited about this. Now, you're calling him at a casino. He's not gambling his uh, his winnings away that he earned from his program, is he? I don't know. We'll have to see what he's doing. You don't go to Vegas and not gamble. Now, I'm to understand you? he's just like you. He dresses his dog up just like you. and uh, They're does... little dogs. They get cold. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> but uh, let's let's face it, you, yes. you're a little over the edge, though, aren't you? I mean, with the frills and everything, I the jewelry. Don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, okay, Bobby's not even. She doesn't even have her headphones on. She'd be chiming. She'd be backing me up on this right here. <laughs> uh, Joy, you ready to go back to the phones? Absolutely, am. I believe we have. Is it Amon? Yes. I I hope I'm pronouncing your name right. How are you doing today? Yes, just fine. What? I, I wanted to ask her about my cat Lucky. Okay. okay. He what used like to ride. Are you there? Yes. yes. What would you like to okay. know? He's a rescue cat. I rescued him. He was uh, rescued from a, a litter that someone had killed a mother cat and all the kittens. And they caught this guy with, the guy had his hand around Lucky's throat. And they took him in the back of the truck stop and tried to feed him and give him water. He was only maybe about 10 or 15 days old, very little and he couldn't walk. He was injured and messed up. And uh, the lady gave him to me because she thought he was going to die. Well, I hit him with an eyedropper and one of the little pink basket and robin spoons, and he grew up with me in the truck. How cute is that? And he was just perfect. He was all black with great big greeny yellow eyes. And he was just like a dog. And he thought he was a dog trapped in a cat body. He guarded my truck. He never made a mess. He was clean and neat. And I I got a job where they didn't accept pets, and I had to leave him at home. And my neighbor commented about how depressed he was because he cried all the time and walked around with his tail between his legs. But he guarded my house when he was at, at home. And now I got a guy that's painting my house and... and uh, my cat won't let him in the house. He won't let anybody in the house. So I put him back in the truck with me because I got a pet-friendly company now. Good. And I want to know whether he would rather be in the truck 
with me or at home where he can roam around and, you know, do what he wants to do. He thinks that's a no-brainer. I know. He wants to be in the truck with you. He said he was so depressed when he, he left bored. home. And he said he knows there's a lot of space and everything there, but he really doesn't want to be without you. So he doesn't care how big or how small your truck is or how big or how small the house is. He wants to be with you. That's what I thought. Well, when I had cancer, he was there every minute. I mean, he laid in the bed, had his paw on my arm. If I fell off to sleep, he pat my arm to make sure I wasn't dead. So they did. They gave me seven days to live. Basically. Obviously, you're doing better than that. I think so. Well, I was in the hospital only two days out of ten, and I was only out of work three weeks. And wow. my doctor said he'd never seen anything like that. Wow. Do you know but, that uh, kitties, especially when they purr, that frequency that they purr at is a very healing frequency? Energetic. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Uh, here's here's another fact. That frequency is also the same frequency that most truck motors, 18-wheeler truck motors, run at. Well, that, that must uh, be a loud cat. <laughs> yeah, it's the uh, same vibrations. Hey, listen, can I send you some world's best cat litter? They're a sponsor, and I've got if someone puts a bag of world's best cat litter on my chair every weekend. They think it's a oh, big sure, joke. Oh, sure, great. But I'd like to go ahead and send it to you if I can. Uh, yes. Hold on a second. One minute. Uh, let me put her on hold. Uh. Eight one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. If you don't get through for cat litter today, world's best cat litter, uh, made with whole kernel corn. That's okay. You can get a three dollar off coupon over at the website at animalradio.com. Check it out. It's awesome litter. We've been using it forever. We we at Animal Radio are now following Craig Ferguson on Twitter. Oh oh, so on Craig, Twitter. If you are listening, yes. you may now follow us. So you have to follow him for him to follow us? Is that the deal? Well, Is that how no, it works? No, 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 Hal. Okay. Once again, <laughs> technology is an amazement to you. No, you it. have your choice because like people, like you said, like Craig has over 100,000 followers. Yeah, and well, he got those in two followed, weeks. Right. If he followed all those people, his a, a connection device would blow up. <laughs> because he would get messages from all of them. So he, Craig is smartly only following 14. He's very selective, as are we. Ah. And that's kind of the way you play the Twitter game, because ah. you can't follow as many people as are following you. Oh. Like, you know, Ashton and Demi, they've got millions. They couldn't possibly be doing all that. So they, 140 are following else. us. How many are we following then? Uh, we're following 78. So we're, we're, That's we're way too to be, many. We should cut it back a bit, don't you think? <laughs> Well, no, once you, now there's some, it's called Twetiquette, Hal. Twetiquette, okay. You don't unfollow somebody unless, you know, you've had a falling out. Okay. See, that's sort of like when you delete them. We don't do that. So, no, we like our followers and our followees. Okay, I'm glad that you're in control of this whole Tweety thing. That's all I so can say right now. <laughs> You can uh, head over to the website to uh, find all our addresses, to email us, and also to buy Stella and Chewies. This is the food Stella. we've been talking about the last few weeks because uh, they are a sponsor of Animal Radio, but they also have the food, the very food that Ladybug Studio Stunt Dog eats. She loves it. She, and the treats. The and actual food. We don't yeah. mention the treats very much about Stella and Chewies treats. We're always talking about their food, their patties. Yeah, but you know the treats, when you say treats, you think of junk and things, but these are Our like chicken. pure protein treats. There's no junk. Junk in it, so you feel good when you give your dog this treat. This chicken treat there that I'm go. holding right here is the ingredients. I'm holding the side of the bottle. It says chicken. chicken. <laughs> That's, That's it. all it is. They freeze dried chicken into little chunky pieces, and it, it looks so good. I want to eat some. It's if you put your hand in between 
Boog the studio Don't cat. Don't do it. And one of these treats, what? you will lose your hand. Oh, yes. yes. Not a good it's, idea. They're uh, awesome for your cats as well as your dog. Stella and Chewy's healthy ingredients are there. Natural goodness for dogs made with raw USDA inspected meat. Raised naturally with no added hormones or antibiotics. Would you like a sample of the food that we're feeding our animals? Send us a self-addressed stamped envelope. All the information at AnimalRadio.com for Stella and Chewy's. And you can visit their website at StellaAndChewy's.com. Or you can call them at 888-477-8977. Now, they called us during the week, and they said uh, they've been getting a lot of calls over there for the free samples. Don't right. call them and ask no. them for the samples. Call us. Call, call us, us or send us a self-addressed yes. stamped envelope, and we'll get those samples out to you of Stella and Chewy's. Dr. Debbie's here answering your vet medical questions. Dog father Joey Volani. Now, of course, he was on Dogs 101 on Animal Planet, so very well-versed in the dog area. He can help you with your dog questions. Uh, Bobby Hill working on news. She, uh, where did her news go? We have, have that right here. Sorry about that. There Taking that away from me there. Oh, let's see. Uh-huh. You threw uh-huh. it. You're always uh-huh. throwing papers around. Uh-huh. You should uh, see his desk. i hold this up to the microphone here. You can see the news she's working on there. And see, I can't tell you about the news. Then I would ruin her news yes, don't if give I it told away. you exactly what she was going to be talking about. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. As you all know, many, many emails. I would like to address two most common for the last few weeks, okay. which I received. People asking me, Vladi, what the heck dog training color you are always recommending? And my answer would be Herm Springer. It's a German. Herm Springer dog training colors. Wow. Very humane, very gentle. Create a gentle grip through the neck. Imitate a doggy mama bite. Will not hurt, will not harm your pets. And this is the would be starting point of dealing with unruly pets. I highly suggest you get for your little terrorist pinch he color. Have a very bad attitude. We can keep complaining or we can take the actions. This is the only color I solely approve. They are very humane. What is the name of it? Prong color with quick release by company Herm Springer. And that's spelled H-E-R-M-S-P-R-E-N-G-E-R. And, of course, we have links at the Animal Radio website. Got it. Sometimes people are crazy. Dogs are okay. That's for sure. <laughs> One of the joys of owning a dog is going places together. Kurgo's award-winning line of pet travel products makes this easier and safer for your pet. The Kurgo line includes everything from a backseat barrier, which keeps Fido in the backseat, to an auto zip line to keep your dog secure. And for the little guys, Kurgo has a Skybox booster seat, which provides them with a clear view of the road. If you're going somewhere with your dog, visit Kurgo.com. That's K-U-R-G-O.com. Does your pet become anxious when you leave the house? Do certain sounds like thunder or sirens cause your pet to feel uneasy? If your pet barks excessively or is an out-of-control chewer, you'll find the solution in Classic Cuts by Music My Pet. The principal performer for Disney's Baby Einstein has created Classic Cuts with special sounds to help calm, soothe, and relax your pet. A calm pet is a happy pet. To order your Classic Cuts, visit www.musicmypet.com or call 1-877-PET-CALM. Celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio. Welcome back. This is Susan Sims for Fido Friendly Travel Talk on Animal Radio. On the line is Mary Sanson with Posby. Hi, Mary, and welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. 
Mary, you have the cutest, most practical product I have seen in a long time. What is it called and what does it do? Why, thank you. Uh, Posby Poo Patroller is the name of our product. It is an earth-friendly, art-designed dog walking unit with a concealed pooper scooper. So the idea is, is that when you take your dog for a walk, you take this concealed pooper scooper out of the back of the art design unit and you cover it with a biodegradable bag. And the idea is is that we are an earth-friendly product and we want people to use biodegradable bags because it's good for themselves and it's good for the environment. Then after you have taken your unit out and pulled the scoop out and covered it with a biodegradable bag, you put it back in the unit and you're ready for your dog walk. Now, Posby Poo Patroller not only has the scoop, but it also has an attached hemp leash and collar and it has an attached 5-LED crank flashlight and the little cap on top of the dog serves as a removable water bowl and underneath that is a storage space so you can put in there extra dog treats and extra biodegradable bags. And one little extra feature that Posby has is that on the side of the flashlight, there's a little port, and the unit comes with a uh, cell phone cord and four adapters. So in case of an emergency, you could crank up your cell phone if you ran out of juice and could use that as well. So that's what Posby is all about. And um, we're very concerned about the environment, and so everything about Posby is earth-friendly. He's made from recycled plastic in the United States. And we would like people to uh, think about Posby as sort of the next best thing to Smokey the Bear of the dog waste business. So people will think about the hazards of unattended dog waste and the fact that they should be responsible dog guardians. Pick it up. Pick it up safely with a hygienic scoop. Use the biodegradable bag. But use a scoop as well because you want to protect yourself. Biodegradable bags can be somewhat porous, so you want to be protect yourself. After you've picked up after your dog, you pull the biodegradable bag around the scoop and then you can reinsert it in the back of the unit so that you're not walking around with a plastic bag full of the quotes goods. And see, Posby, for those who have been able to look online, was designed with a cute little face and he looks like a dog. Well, how did you think of this? Something must have happened because you have all the bells and whistles. I don't think you've forgotten anything. Did something happen in your life that the light bulb went off and you said, this is what uh, we need? Well, I think what happens in all of our lives is that we're all so busy. And uh, one thing, of course, is we love our dog. We're dog lovers. And we uh, love to take the dog for a walk. But we're always in a hurry. So you're running out the door and you're thinking, oh, I've got to grab a bag, I've got to grab the flashlight, I've got to put my keys someplace. And this is sort of a one-step uh, item because everything that you need for an enjoyable walk is all in one unit. Oh, I, I think you're on the right track. And, and one of our lucky listeners today is actually going to be gifted with one of these. Yes, that would be my pleasure. Be the first caller and reach us at 866-405-8405. Thanks, Mary, for taking the time to talk with me today. Well, thank you so much for having me. For more information, visit the website at posby.com. We're going to take a quick break. Sit and stay. We'll be right back with more Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at animalradio.com. Log on. Learn more. Hey, this is Big Ant from Rescue Inc. Remember, spay and neuter your animal and abuses are losers. Now back to Animal Radio. Bobby, I want to let you know, I, I got a 
new product in here to test at Animal Radio. And what is it? I want to let you know it's not clothing for Ladybug. Okay. What is it? It's clothing for the kitties. For Ladybug. No, for the kitties. What, you're dressing up the kitties now? It's called... Stop it. No, it's called Kator. And it's a tank. Kator? Yeah, Kator. And it's a... Uh, there's kitties don't like that. Seriously, well, you should. I want pictures. I will. I want I've pictures got, of I kitties. I will need to see this. Have you dressed any of them up yet? Well, of course. I put Nike. Put it on oh. Nike. Uh-huh. Nike You're is the cat kitties. that likes. Boog, run. No. Run. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Na- Nike liked it when I put a cape on him at Halloween. He ran around the house for an hour and he went to the door when he, the kids came. He loved to show it off. He loved wearing the okay, cape. Okay, well, Nike's he special. He, he is, a, he is special. That's why he's I, yellow he bus special. He thinks he's a St. Bernard. Yeah, that's why I've put this tank on him and I will send pictures. These poor kitties. Watch, as soon as she gets home today, she will go to her computer and send you pictures. She will, oh, yeah. She's so proud Okay, of but I confess because I have, I have not dressed up my cats. I've put hats on them. Oh, and see, I've never done that. Do they I will send pictures of that. Not so much. I think both of you are over the edge. <laughs> I get it. I totally get it. Okay. Now, I understand that uh, Jesse James, of course, Sandra Bullock's hubby, mm-hmm. they are married, right? They are married? They are married. They are yes. married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They found their dog Cinnabon. Is that correct? You'll be reporting about that in just a few minutes? Oh, yes. It's It, it was just huge because they had so many false alarms. Over 17,000 tips came in. And finally, after three weeks... They got the good news, and she's back safe. So we'll have an update for you in the news. Did they say who it was? Where Did the, it, dog, where the was? dog Who Was it foul play? Did the, you know any of that? No, no, uh, no explanation was offered when she turned up. The uh, lady had found her and said she wasn't sure it was the same dog and, you know, just brought her to the chop shop. And sure enough, it was Cinnabon, and she was very dirty and had lost about 15 pounds. So I think she had a little bit of an adventure, maybe went on a walkabout. Oh, wow. we'll never know, probably. Huh. Okay, well, that's I all coming we up. should ask news. her. Yeah, let's get Animal Communicator <laughs> yeah, join Joyce. She'll find out where she yeah! was at that time. <gasps> we can totally figure this out, you guys. 1 405 8405. The whole gang is here. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Dog father Joey Volani, his first week, he joins us here. He's uh, walking into the studio right now as we speak. Uh, Bobby Hill with news. Animal Communicator Joy Turner. Uh, pet travel expert Susan Sims. Party animal Vinnie Penn, Britt Savage. And screening your calls and producing is Judy Francis, I'm Hal Abrams. It's Animal Radio, celebrating our connection with our pets. Hey, Joey. Hey, guys, what's going on here? Wow, you you finally made it here. We've been waiting. We've been waiting. Listen... You got to do me a favor, though. I mean, yeah. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I come from Sopranos land in New Jersey, literally. Yeah. Yes. You got to find me an Italian restaurant here. I want Monogut, not Monacati. You know, I want Calamari, not Cal, not, not um, Calamari. I'm, I'm having a hard time <laughs> with this, so I uh, need some help. Okay, well, we're, we're going to put together a list. Now, of course, uh, Bobby will be able to help you because she's, uh, she's Italian. She's herself. Italian yeah, also, yeah, so we're going to put together right, a Bobby, list. You got to help me, please. I'm begging. Now, for those of you that don't know Joey Volani, uh, obviously, Obviously, you don't watch Animal Planet. He's on uh, Dogs 101. He also did a, a hit show called Groomer Has It. And there's a brand new show that you're working on. Can you talk about that yet? You know what? Um, I could talk about it a little bit. We're working We're working on another show on um, 
for the We Network. Well, that's that woman's channel, it, Women's Entertainment. It's it's Women Entertainment. Um, I'm more or less a, a a sidekick with a um with a female veterinarian and um Doc Halligan. It's, it's it's yeah Doc Halligan, and it's it's more about revolving about her, you know her lifestyle and and me working with her, being a groomer and whatnot, and I'm her coach and I'm her counterpart, and I listen to you know her trying to find a man and and whatnot, and I'm, I'm more like a psychiatrist, I think, on this uh, so, than anything so else. Does it have anything to do with animals? That's the question. It really it abso- doesn't. It does absolutely. It? Well, you know what? Absolutely does because she's a veterinarian, uh-huh. and what it does, it gets it gets involved with her lifestyle and me being a groomer because I'm going to actually be grooming out there with her. So it gets it gets a lot involved with pets, but um, it's 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 more about you know her being a a professional woman in in the pet industry. A single woman. Yeah, is she single? A single. That's right. Uh-huh. That's right. And we're also you know working on a few other things. We got a few irons in the fire right now, and um, I think um, I think this animal radio thing will be the pinnacle of your career. Yeah, well, I want to know. You know, I I I agree with you. I certainly do. It's it's an honor to be on with you guys. I have to tell you. Yeah. So you're going back, I you know I know I like to go back. Is she's single, looking for somebody? Is there anything going on between the two of you? Oh no, I'm I'm happily I'm happily married. Oh, that is sorry, Bobby. You know, it's it's funny though because when we were on the set of Groomer Has It, everyone wanted to know if we were dating, and um, we just kind of hit it off right away. Um, she she has a um, New York personality, and she's on the um, West Coast, and I say she's a little bit too tough for for a lot of the men out there. So that's that's part of the problem. Well, now you're you're a you're a tough looking guy. You've got uh, well, ink. I'm looking on I'm looking on your left arm now, and I I see what is that exactly? Can you hold that up? What is that? Well, you know what? On, on the back of my arm, it's a, it's a, actually a Japanese tribal head. And uh-huh. what everyone thinks that might be, um, you know, a demon or something, it actually means good luck. And on the front, um, I got a, I got a whole bunch going on, Hal. I did, mean, it goes all the way up my arm to my shoulder. I was also in the music industry. I mean, I've done a lot of things in my life before, but I kept going back to the pet industry. It was like, okay, go to pet industry. Ah, do I want to do this? And I did a little of that. And then I would come back to the pet industry. And then I said, ah, do I want to do this? I did a little of that. Then I found out, you know what? I belong in the pet industry. Sure. Well, you, you yeah. started when you were nine years old. I wow. mean, hello. Yeah, I did. I did. I was. I, I actually, my friend owned the grooming salon. I went to go visit, and um, he basically said to me, "If you're gonna hang out here, kid, you're gonna do some work." He put a brush <laughs> in my hand, and the first dog that I ever groomed was an old English sheepdog named Cecilia, wow. and um, that's basically how it started. And you were hooked ever since. Oh, there you go. Well, if you want to talk to Dog Father Joey Volani, do you mind if I call you Dog Father? That's what it says here on your title, on your business cards here. <laughs> that's that's okay. You can call me the Dog Father. And uh, you see, I. Would would never cross this guy. I hope you and I never get into it because I'll tell you right now, you you tower over me. I, I feel like just a short little four foot eleven guy. You'd be uh, like the guy you. on the sand, you know, the beach, getting sand. Hey, let me ask face. you: Did that tattoo hurt? <laughs> did, did it hurt? Because I'm just thinking of getting a tattoo. But uh, I'm, I'm you know what? Afraid. And anyone says that it doesn't hurt is out of their mind, or they just <laughs> enjoy pain. Um, you know, to a certain degree, it does. I mean, I think you like kind of melt into the pain for you know after a while, and and I hate to say it, but it does feel good after <laughs> after a while. But it takes a little bit. But then after about an hour or so, you start saying what. To the, you know, what am I doing? One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to talk to any one of the Dream Team right now. This is Animal Radio Network. 
Radio. Bobby working on a story about uh, Sandra Bullock's dog, or is it Jesse James' dog? Oh, knows? they're married, so it belongs to both. Well, you know, in that kind of situation, one dog always belongs <laughs> to one spouse. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, we yes. have that in my house. <laughs> you have how many dogs there, Doc, at your home? I have two. I have a male Labrador and a female Labrador, and the male is my baby boy. You know, he's mama's baby, and then my little girl is definitely more bonded to my husband. Daddy's, so, yeah. daddy's girl. Aww, how cute. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's good. I like that. That's that same thing pans out for us here at Animal Radio. Uh, so she's working on news about Cinnabon. That's uh, Sandra Bullock's dog has been returned. Cute name. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know if there was foul play or not, but Who I'm knows? sure Bobby will uh, will get to the bottom of that. Dog father Joey Volani is finally here. We're very excited about that. Uh, like I said, he's kind of a big scary guy. He's, he's got a, that ink on him. He's the dog father. We're gonna have to up our uh, delivery of donuts here every day. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. He's uh, a lot of tattoos and. Uh, and uh, it's a good thing we had the doors enlarged with Vlade. Hi, Robert. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you so much. How can we help you today? Well, I have a little problem I was uh, wanting uh, your advice on. Um, about five years ago, our next-door neighbor's cat had a litter of about uh, five kittens. And when the kittens were, oh, three, four months old, um, they suddenly moved, uh, leaving leaving the cats uh to fend for themselves. Um, so uh, in the morning, I woke up with five hungry uh, kittens at my door, and of course, uh, being the sucker that I am, um, <laughs> I uh, have been um, uh, feeding them for the last uh, five years. I just give them, uh, uh, give them some dry and a little bit of wet cat food um, in the evening, and that's about the extent of my uh, care, but, but certainly I have been uh, feeding them every night. Um, now the problem is uh, we are going to be moving. So uh, I'm just sort of wondering what to do with the cats. I've sort of hinted around at some neighbors, um, and nobody's really interested in, in taking on that responsibility. So I didn't know if I should just let them fend for themselves. Should I catch them and take them to the pound, which I'd prefer not to do? And I just wanted your uh, advice on that. Okay, yeah. And I'm assuming these babies aren't spayed or neutered. Nobody's taken Oh no, they they role. um they were uh they were spayed and neutered before they left. Uh, oh, okay. So yeah, when you so. say a litter, I was imagining kittens that were blossoming and growing and reproducing at mass quantities. That's not Oh little, no, little. no. We were uh, quite quite lucky that uh, they did take the responsibility and do that. Uh, before they left, but uh, this was okay. a sudden move. So, I know that there's cats that can live in feral colonies and they can have decent lives, but golly, I, I would say that as much as we might hate to have to introduce them into the shelter system, there is somebody who wants to take care of these kitties, and we can find them. Um, so I'm really an advocate of getting them picked up, okay. taking them either to the shelter or through some of the different adoption um, agencies maybe in your area that will help to place feral cats or for mm -hmm. cats that are displaced, you know, because they're sounds like they're not really feral in the sense of, you know, they've been wild cats that grew up outside. They were probably pet cats that these folks left behind, I'm assuming. Well, they left them when they were uh, uh, kittens, and, um, you know, like I said, I have been feeding them, but, you know, they catch their fair share of birds and lizards and so forth. But um, I guess uh, cats generally don't do well when just sort of turned out. It would be better to take them to some sort of uh, agency. I, I would definitely encourage you to get you know some kind of humane agency involved, and um, I guess myself, I I personally, I guess I would have a hard time leaving them behind, knowing that 
your other neighbors aren't too interested in helping, you know, will they fend for themselves? Yeah, but it's going to be a rough road. And, you Uh know, certainly um, the potential for, you know, further disease or injury outside, um, you know, I just... I am definitely an advocate of trying to get them the help that they need. And it's no different, you know, just if we have, you know, someone who's displaced from their home as far as trying to get them to a, an organization, a resource that we can use to help right. them. And, and it would be great if one of your neighbors did step up to the bat. But um, but otherwise, I, I certainly would get involved in, and see what we can do for them. It's a well, tough thing to do because I, we moved into a house here and there it came with a cat. And I, now I can't move. Because mm. it's too dependent upon <laughs> I have the same problem, again. right, exactly. Yeah, we wish you the best of luck with that, Robert. Thanks for your call at one 405 8405 This is Animal Radio. This is Animal Radio, baby. Celebrating our connection with our pets... It's Animal Radio, 1-866-405-8405. To hook up with Dr. Debbie with your vet medical questions, dog behavior, grooming questions, they go to dog father Joey Villani. Susan Sims is our pet travel expert from Fido Friendly. Have you met uh, Joey yet? I know this is his second week, so uh, I don't know if you two met in the hallways or not. He's kind of a big guy. You know, I was going to say, I would remember if I did. I have not run into anybody, let alone <laughs> Joey. He's a big guy. He, he, he is, and I wouldn't mess with him. He has these tattoos on his arm. And an ink cow. Oh, ink? ink. Is, I'm sorry. I'm not uh, cool because I didn't say <laughs> tattoos is old-fashioned. That's showing my age there. Yeah. Ink. I'm sorry about that, Judy. one 405 to talk to Joey or to talk to Susan or Dr. Debbie. Bobby's here with news and uh, Vinnie Penn bringing your comic relief. Now, between Bobby, Vinny, and Joey, we lean heavily Italian here at Animal no, Radio. Yeah, what's that about? I feel like a pizza. <laughs> yeah, you know what? We still have to find Joey a place to eat. He's yeah, been looking for good Italian. Good Italian, not just any Italian. Yeah, he's he a good Italian. nothing like where he, he used to live before he came out here to work at Animal Radio. Apparently, they don't have any good Italian restaurants here in California, from what not, I understand. Not like Joyzy. Not like Joyzy. Okay. Yeah. It's funny, because he... Uh, he looks like the kind of guy you don't want to mess with, but then he has these little dogs in his arms or little kittens, and it's it's pretty adorable. Anyway, he's your grooming expert and your dog behavior expert, and you can hook up with him at one 405 8405 This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Blue Buffalo, makers of healthy and holistic natural food for dogs and cats. You love them like family, so feed them like family with Blue. Now, you watch a lot of daytime TV. Is Montel still have a show there, Bobby? What do you mean I watch a lot of daytime TV? <laughs> well, you do, what don't you? What are you saying, Hal? You are, you're always saying i got to be home for my stories. You, you say i got to get no, home for my stories. No, I don't, Hal. <laughs> I watch movies. I love, I am addicted to, and I will tell you this, the Mer, the movie channel, the Turner Classic Movies. Oh, is that so good? The 31, the 31 Days of Oscar. This is the best time to have that channel. I'm watching all my favorite movies. So, yeah, that's why you've been seeing me, you know, pretty much glued to the seat right in front of the TV. But yeah, Montel's still around on TV. Not not with his show, though. It's it's more of a, it's an educational, I don't want to say infomercial, because it's a little better than that. Yeah. You know but what you I, will see him. I like about him is he says what's on his mind. I thought he got fired from one gig about that. We'll have to ask him oh, about that. Oh, that's nice yeah. to bring that up, Hal. Why don't you ask him about it? Well, he, he might talk about it. <laughs> He's a very you been fired? <laughs> I've been fired from everywhere. Uh, yeah. I, I, you know, Me I'm, too. I'm not afraid to talk about it. I think we all have. You have to, Hal, don't you go to that special aisle in the store? <laughs> i got to say it's a small studio, and that dog can do a silent but deadly one. 
<laughs> You're telling me, or was that you? Well, why I, I was going to say, I think he's blaming the wrong one yeah. there. No, 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 no. That's why I'm sharing the microphone with you, Doc, is because he did it over, she did it over by, by, my, by my microphone. Yeah. Uh, let's see, let's go to the phones. Someone save us. We have Rick. Hey, Rick, how you doing? Good, good. Where are you calling from? I'm, I'm in my truck in uh, Indiana. I'm on my way up to Minnesota. <laughs> and you're driving? You're a truck driver? Yes, uh-huh. Do you travel with your animals? I sure do. Just just one. I have a three-year-old Cocker Spaniel. Uh-huh. And he's, he's a good little one. <laughs> so what's going on with him? Is he healthy? Is everything okay? Yeah, he's, he's healthy. I just have one little problem with him. He's... Um, he, we don't go home too often, but he doesn't really like my wife. And, oh, no. Uh, <laughs> and um, he he kind of takes uh, every opportunity to find something of hers and lift his leg on it. And I was wondering oh, <laughs> if you had any suggestions on, on how to keep him from doing that. <laughs> Yikes. That's uh, that's horrible. I mean, what's your wife said about this whole thing? Well, they don't like each other. <laughs> she doesn't like him that much, and he doesn't like her at all. <laughs> oh, so. no, was he was he added on after or before you were married? Oh, no, we've been married 35 years. He's he's only, uh, and, and he hasn't been around her much because he's always in the truck with me. Okay, I see. All right, now, is, is your doggie, is he neutered? No, he isn't. Okay. So when he comes back and you guys are back into the home environment, um, he urinates on her objects. Does he ever kind of show any aggression to her? Any kind of snapping, growling, anything like that? No, no. He 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 does doesn't like her to get real near to me. You know, he's sort of a uh, um, uh, you know, he's pretty protective of me. So does he on those occasions? Will he growl at her, or what does he do? No, no, he just kind of gets between us, and he kind of mm. jumps around. You know, <laughs> yeah, he, he's not. Does real. the body block, as I call it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, um, so without getting into marriage counseling here, I think that the the biggest thing that we're we're going to really need to work out is is really how you recognize uh, his role in the family when you three are together. Um, because he's kind of doing his job, and especially with with not being neutered, um, he's going to have more desire to make known his territory. Um, and when he returns to the home, you know he's he's feeling the need to say, "This is the boundary of my house, and I'm going to defend it." And you know, this is where people don't cross this line. And um, especially since you know he may not be spending a lot of time with your wife, we need to try to bridge that. Um, so my first recommendation would be to see your nearby local veterinarian and take care of those two little things hanging down between the legs. <laughs> it's so important for their health, too. you got to know it's so important. People think it's just for population control. It's all about health, isn't it, Doc? It is. It is. And I make light of it, but it, it is definitely about health, and it, it's about making um, him a better family member um, because some of these things, and I can tell you my own dog, I resisted neutering him. I wanted him to get big, muscular, and maybe breed him at one point. Oh, gosh, I didn't say that. Um, but I resisted that. I was thinking about that, too. I, I was, he's an AKC, and I was, I was thinking about breeding him because he really does have a nice disposition most of the time. <laughs> 
Well, um, you know what? I, I think there's a lot of people that there's great personality dogs out there, but, you know, this is a quirk that he has, and I don't know if it's really a great trait that I'd want to be passing on to other dogs. Um, but as far as neutering, yes, absolutely. I think that would be a great thing for making him a little bit more trainable that way and to try to tamp, damper down some of this desire to, to mark his territory. The hard thing is when he's back home, we really need to try to keep him in wraps and keep him close because if he has unsupervised time where he can go around and mark her belongings or elsewhere in the home, then that's a problem. And we need to keep him either restricted in certain areas where you're supervising him um, or really keep him confined. Um, so that's kind of getting to the heart of you know, not allowing him be, to be unsupervised. And I would really get your wife involved with the positive rewards. You know, she should be the one who feeds him. She should be the one who um, really is a, becomes a major caretaker when he's home and to try to work on kind of fostering that bond because um, that's going to be a big thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, that sounds sounds good. Now, if you had only been married a year, I'd say get rid of the wife. But 35 years, that's it. Sounds like it's going to stick. Hal's oh, got yeah, that solution, yeah. to everyone. So <laughs> that sounds good. All, All right, right thank, thank you for the call, Rick. We appreciate it. Have a great day. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at animalradio.com. Log on, learn more. Animal Radio is brought to you by SeniorPetProducts.com. As your best friend settles into middle age and shows signs of slowing down, SeniorPetProducts.com is there to help your senior pets live to the fullest with thousands of products for the life of your pet. SeniorPetProducts.com. When it comes to controlling cat box odor, there's no such thing as good enough. Buy the best or smell the rest. In other words, get World's Best Cat Litter with patented formulas made from whole kernel corn. World's Best Cat Litter is 100% natural and scientifically proven to deliver unsurpassed odor control, compact clumping, and longer-lasting use. See what a difference just one bag makes. And for a limited time, save big when you buy. To download a coupon, go to worldsbestcatlitter.com slash radio. When I went looking for a quality, allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and, most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. Fido-Friendly is the travel and lifestyle magazine for you and your dog. Each bi-monthly issue includes hotel and destination reviews, health and wellness topics, dog training advice, and the latest fashion trends. You can find Fido-Friendly magazine at Borders, Barnes & Noble, PetSmart, and Petco, or simply go online to FidoFriendly.com and subscribe today. Fido-Friendly is the only magazine dedicated to the travel and lifestyle of man's best friend and the only magazine your dog will thank you for. One of the joys of owning a dog is going places together. Kurgo's award-winning line of pet travel products makes this easier and safer for your pet. The Kurgo line includes everything from a backseat barrier, which keeps Fido in the backseat, to an auto zip line to keep your dog secure. And for the little guys, Kurgo has a Skybox booster seat, which provides them with a clear view of the road. If you're going somewhere with your dog, visit Kurgo.com. That's K-U-R-G-O.com. Celebrating our connection with our pets. 
from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. Montel? Hey, hey, hey. Hey, you're there. We were just talking about you just a second ago. How weird is that? Oh, my goodness. I hope my ears were burning, but were you talking to me about something good? It was all good. Montel Williams joining us. Big fan here. And, uh, yeah, so where are you now? Are we calling you at home? No, as a matter of fact, I, I happen to be, <laughs> you're, you, I'm going to kind of probably, this will start a whole other conversation, but I happen to be standing in, in the Venetian in Las Vegas, Nevada. Ah. I'm getting ready to play. Ooh, run over to stores. the roulette table for me. Put some money <laughs> on Black 13. <laughs> well, darling, well, darling, you know what, I play, I'm playing the North American Poker Tour. Oh, And they're having, a, they're having a big event today. And uh, it's a big event, big ride event, so I'm, I'm one of the, the players, and I'm getting ready to throw down for the next four days playing poker. So, so have you started, and how are you doing so far? Oh, no, the tournament, the main event starts today. We did play a charity event last night, a charity event last night that was you know attended by people like Christian Slater, Donnie Wahlberg, um, um, Brad Garrett, um, Jason Alexander. It was a celebrity fundraiser wow. for a local charity here in Las Vegas, which uh, feeds the homeless, so we played that. I went out about uh, 39 entrants. I think I went out at, at uh, 19 last night, but I'm not feeling bad about that because I played in the event um, the first week. The national, I mean, the North American Poker Tour had an event in the Bahamas the first week of January uh, of this, the new year, and I played in the, the celebrity uh, charity event down there and took third. So wow. I'm ready, to, I'm ready to, to rock out and play this one here. <laughs> There's probably 800 entrants today. 800 people are coming here today Jeez. to sit down. Everybody's paying $5,000 to sit down at the table and play poker, and it'll finish up on Wednesday. Oh, wow. No, well, this, this, this can't be the only thing you're doing now for money. Uh, you got to be up to something else. <laughs> nice, no, no, you say doing this for money. No, no. I mean, I, I love the sport of poker. I've played poker for the last 30 years, and I've done so for quite a long time. I've played professionally and played in a lot of the tournaments, even during the time I have a talk show. But no, I have multiple things that are going on, one of which I'm really excited about to talk to you guys about because, you know, it's a project that I've been working on for the last two years. I've teamed up with TriStar products and we've created a brand new genre of television that's called the talk commercial and what the talk commercial is is we're the only company that's made able to actually sell a full hour infomercial and we're getting ready to shoot a project uh we're shooting a project next week which i think a lot of your listeners will be really excited about okay. uh we were able to we were able to get a product that's called the dog pedic we got the rights to do a memory foam mattress just for animals. Oh, I mean, it's like the Tempur-Pedic, but for dogs. Tempur-Pedic for dogs. Let me tell you something. And talk to any veterinarian or any doctor across this country, you know, it lessens the strain on the dog's joints when they're sleeping at night. We have multiple sizes. And to, to launch this campaign to help people treat their pets a little bit better, we're going to be holding a contest. And our top contest is called the Paulusly Fabulous Photo Contest. And all of your listeners could submit a photo of their dog you have until December 30th of this year uh-huh. to submit a photo of your dog and if your dog wins your dog will end up being the face of the dog Pedic mattress and get an opportunity to appear in next year's commercial but also win $10,000 wow. and a custom made that is so cool. and and a custom made dog pedic bed just for your dog. Mm. Now, I tell you what, I brought one of those home. Mr. Max went over, dropped it, and nothing got on it, and has been on it ever since. (laughs) Well, you see, I I have one of those Tempur-Pedic beds, and all my cats and my dogs (laughs) sleep on the bed with me. I'm wondering, if I get one of these dog pedics, can I get them the hell out of the bed? You probably 
probably can. I got to tell you, something. we we've been very fortunate. I know a lot of your listeners. You know, I don't know how people feel about it, but you know, our dog, Mr. Max, has been kennel trained. Max loves his kennel. As a matter of fact, when he's ready to go to bed to go to sleep, uh-huh. he will go into his kennel and he'll just lay there and he'll kind of cry a little bit until we close the door and put the little uh, blanket on the front. But when he's hanging out during the day, you know, he's one. Of, he's a tiny toy poodle. Um, he weighs about 12 pounds. He's a little bit plump right this minute. We got we got to put him on a diet, but he's a little plump right now. And mm-hmm. and he's um, but he lays on the floor and he'll find a cool spot. He's not the kind of guy that goes and jumps up on the couch. Though he lays on the bed when we're there watching television. Mm-hmm. We'll let him up on the bed, but he's not the kind of guy that goes and lays on the couch or lays on anything. We bought the home the dog Pedic mattress mm-hmm. and put a little blanket on top of it. That's where he hangs out. He just goes and gets on it himself because, and you know, it's got to be making his joints feel better. Sure, sure. So now tell me, do you have any other animals? Are you, are you a dog guy, cat guy? Uh, do you have. We're uh, dog guys. I, we, I and my wife, Tara, we're, we're both dog people. I mean, I, Mr. Max is, he travels with us everywhere we go. As a matter of fact, you know, I'm, I'm angry. I'm going to start petitioning airlines to give animals frequent flyer miles because Mr. Max has been on. We've flown. Very strange. We've flown three flights this week, and he's been on every one of them. He flies with us everywhere we go. You know, we spend about 20 days a month traveling, I and my wife, and Max has flown everywhere to Bermuda, to. You know, around the world, and uh, you know, we take him. He's he's our baby. So now I, I understand that uh, Bobby has news coming up about uh, that you can't bring dogs onto the cabin. They're trying to make it so you can't bring them into the cabins anymore because well, of remember, allergic reactions. Th- this, uh, that's this as ignorant be- as ignorant can be. That's just thank you. Asses. Yeah, and there you go. No, no, don't be because no, it's an opinion. It's an opinion piece that's coming up in the Canadian Medical Association Journal, and it's in response to Air Canada's decision to allow small pets in the passenger cabin. Now, Montel, this is their way of fighting back. Did the dog sit on your lap when you travel? No, she misread it again. Here in the, in the States now, you have to, you can bring them on. A lot of airlines don't allow you to take the pet out. Now, Mr. Max has been flying since he was about 11 weeks old. So for him, you know, a lot of you hear a lot of people put their pet on a plane and they give them, you know, vi- uh, some sort of, uh, you know, volume or something for, you know, Max is, is not medicated or nothing. He knows, mm-hmm. he gets in his little bag, he goes, <laughs> he, gets, he goes on TT's shoulder, he gets in the plane, he, the bag slides under the seat in front of us, uh-huh. and he stays there. Now, the only time he may wake up, he's been on six-hour flights, and the only time he may wake up, and he doesn't have to, he holds it while he's on. Uh-huh. Every once in a blue moon, he'll go into the, we can take him into the, the bathroom with a wee-wee pad, and he will, may possibly do that. Wow. He'll do that, but he stays and he sleeps. People don't even know that we have him on the plane, but, <laughs> you know, what, what annoys me is, you know, and I'm not complaining, I have, I have children myself. But, you know, you have a screaming, hollering child on the plane. <laughs> I'm no right one, there with no you, Montel. And, oh, and wait, yeah. not only, I know there's no one to say a thing, but they don't even say a thing when that mother takes that child and changes his diaper on somebody's change, eating table. Exactly. They, they, they won't say a thing. Exactly. But if Mr. Max makes one little peep, one little peep, some butthead in the first class gets some attitude because he's being annoyed. I say get a grip. Uh-huh. Montel Williams is with us talking about uh, his dog, Mr. Max. He travels with his dog, Mr. Max, and uh, I, I guess he loves traveling, huh? He loves it. He loves it. And he also loves 
it's it's really kind of funny. There are certain hotels around it. Well, first, let me just say this. Now, all of a sudden, a lot of hotels are not allowing pets. A lot of them all over the country, like Washington, D.C., you can't find a hotel in D.C. that you can put a pet in. You can't find a, do- a hotel in, in Baltimore. You have to stay in very, sometimes you have to end up staying in like Do you sneak them in? I don't sneak them in because I don't want the hassle. Sure. I'm, I'm, that's really dumb. I, I yeah. don't need to have, you know, the news coming when I pop somebody upside the head to try to pop <laughs> my dog. So, and the so, reason Mr. Williams smacked him was, oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, I know how to contain myself, so we just seek out dog-friendly places. Well, give me an example. Now, I'll say this. I don't want your listeners to get all upset, but the, you know, the Ritz-Carlton in uh, Marina Del Rey oh, yeah. is probably one of the most dog-friendly places in the world. Oh, yeah. thought Max, Max mm-hmm. comes walking in the door. They want to see Max. They want to give him his little bone. They want to give him his bowl. They love it. You know what I mean? Nobody has an attitude. And I just don't understand. You know, for me, I think it says a lot about a person when you have that much attitude about a little animal that does nothing but want to love you. Yeah. Do, you do you dress Mr. Just Max up? Here. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, you know, wait, can I tell you that? Here's something, here's something very interesting about Mr. Max. I should let TT tell you this because she's sitting here with me right now. Uh-huh. Tara's with me. But, uh, but, but Max, when he was, uh, until he was maybe 13 months old, he would let us put little clothes on. He used to love it. He put on his little T-shirt and he kind of pranced around. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Homie hit, homie hit 14 it. months and he said, he said, that's it. Enough He's grown out of it. Thank yeah. so, God so for we, Mr. Max. <laughs> I watched this. We, were, we, were getting, we were getting married. We took Max to our wedding in Bermuda, of course. We got him in. We had to get the papers done and all that. He was our, our ring bearer. So we went out and bought a tuxedo for him and thought he was going to wear it. Well, we put that tuxedo on. He <laughs> ran and just laid lip dead in his kennel. He wouldn't come out. Uh, so he's, he's done with it. But in the last two months, TT's been able to get him to wear a coat because in New York, it's been so cold. Oh, so, yes. you know, he got a little coat for him. Okay, let's, uh, let's go ahead and give out the website. It's dogpediccontest.com. That's where you can send in your picture to win this $10,000 contest and yes. be the, the face. Now, wait a minute. Not only be the face, but your dog will be in a commercial that yeah. I, of course, am hosting. Oh, yeah. And I will be there with your dog. Your dog will get blown up all over the world. Okay, I want to enter, Montel. I want to enter my little dog, Ladybug. She's about six pounds. and want to know, okay. give me some tips. What can I do to get the shot? What kind of shot would really, okay. really make you pick her? Because I'm going to be one of those guys judging. I can't, like, you know, just say I'm doing this for Ladybug. So everybody needs to listen up. I would say if Ladybug is as cute as you say, because she's also going to be competing with Mr. Max. I mean, Mr. Max would have to Oh, that's not fair. Well, but see, but but I don't think it. I don't think it. The public is going to pick it. Here's what's going to happen. The public is going to pick it because we're going to we're going to get maybe you know 20 finalists and then we're going to put them up on the website and the public's going to pick it. Oh, okay. Oh, there you go. There you. So that's going to be bad. So. Everybody's going to pee. So I would say, I would try my best. If Ladybug likes to wear clothes, yes. I would shoot her up, boy. Okay. I'd shoot her up. And, of course, catch her in one of those just absolutely precious pictures on the dogpedic mattress. Ah, yes. Like she's resting peacefully. <laughs> I, that right there will be the one. Okay. Okay. Montel, I, gotta get, I got work to do. We thank you so much for joining us today. We'll put links to everything you heard on today's show at AnimalRadio.com. Montel, thank you so much for joining us, and uh, we wish you the best of luck with your poker tournament. Thank you so, so much. You guys take care, and thanks so much for what you do for animals, man. You know, I think if, if we understand every religion on the planet has a tenet that says you're judged by what you do for the least of us, aren't they truly the least of us? Amen. Yes. yes. All right, guys. Beautiful. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too.
water beds were a big hit in the 70s, but lately they're a big hit with cows. Dairy farmer Kirk Christie says his cows give milk while resting on water beds and watching a flat screen TV. He says the specially made cow water beds were a big hit with his cows from the beginning. They provide heat in the winter and cool them in the summer depending on the water he pipes in. Happy cows produce more milk and since the water beds, milk production has jumped up 20%. Christie installed the TV because he said the cows were so used to just hearing his voice that when visitors came by they'd get scared. Now they get a chance to meet new people on TV and according to Christie, they like Oprah and Dr. Phil. He may be the only farmer offering his cows TV entertainment, but the water beds are here to stay. According to the manufacturer, there are over 150,000 cow water beds being used, and more orders are coming in every day, causing a lot of cows to ask, Hey, Elsie, what's your sign? I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. This is an Animal Radio News Update, brought to you by World's Best Cat Litter, the only litter made from whole kernel corn. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Seven years ago, West Hollywood, California, became the first city in the U.S. to outlaw declawing cats. Now comes word that their city council has passed an ordinance banning the sale of cats or dogs in pet stores. While supporters say it will help eliminate puppy mills, others say it's just more red tape preventing a litter of puppies from getting homes. The new law contributes to the fight against animal cruelty, according to Councilman Jeffrey Prang, who added, quote, I urge those seeking pet companionship to consider adoption from municipal shelters and other nonprofit rescue agencies, end quote. The ordinance goes into effect March 19th. The big, burly, testosterone-riddled dudes who work at West Coast Choppers were reduced to tears when owner Jesse James had his lost dog Cinnabon return safely. The missing pooch disappeared for three weeks, and offering after offering a $5,000 reward and hiring pet detectives, a woman brought back the wayward pup to James's Long Beach chopper shop. Cinnabon was a little bit dirty and 15 pounds lighter. In his blog statement, James said he was planning on getting his dog microchipped and affixed with a GPS tracking device to avoid a repeat. And it's no secret that author Charles Dickens was fond of dogs. Bonham's Auction House in New York recently auctioned off an engraved dog collar once owned by Dickens for nearly $12,000. The leather and brass collar engraved with the name C. Dickens Esquire, showing an address of Gales Hill Place, sold for $11,590. That was far above its estimated $4,000 price range. The name of the buyer was not disclosed. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Get more breaking animal news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update, brought to you by World's Best Cat Litter. Here's a tip for traveling with your cat. If she's not familiar with crate travel, consider placing the crate in your home for a few weeks before your departure. Leave the door open and occasionally toss in a treat or two. Sooner or later, your cat will view the spot as a comfortable retreat. Get more tips from Dr. McPete at www.WorldsBestCatLitter.com slash radio. This portion of Animal Radio brought to you by Herb Springer's Quick Release Dog Training Collar. Very humane, very gentle. Find a store near you at AnimalRadio.com.
1-866-405-8405. We usually have donuts in here every weekend. And Vinny's kids, he brings his kids in every day. I don't think they eat, but once a week. And they, donuts. They eat all the sugary donuts, and they usually leave the healthy donuts for uh, Bobby. And uh, We don't mind. Yeah, that's okay. But this, this week, they seem to have eaten all the donuts. So... Uh, Oh, no. I guess that's that's a good thing. Yeah. It's less for us. Let's welcome dog father Joey Villani to the airwaves at Animal Radio. Hey, Joey. How are you doing today? Hey, guys. How's it going? We're, we're hanging in there. I, you look over here. You see Bobby's getting all festive with the uh, her newsroom. She's decorating it with St. Patrick's Day uh, lights and such. And that's like two weeks away. That is. It's two weeks away. And, uh, well, there you go. Melissa. Hey, Melissa. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. How can we help you today? Well, thank you for taking my call first. Okay. Um, I have two Rottweilers. Uh, I've had them since they're puppies. Uh, a male, Hercules, who's nine, and a female named Roxy, who's seven. And in the past year, uh, Roxy's uh, aggression seems to be escalating with Hercules. Mm. Uh, I'm not sure why, but uh, I have to keep them separated most of the time when I'm not around them. They are inside dogs. They're, they're not outside dogs. They're, you know, gent- gentle giants, but uh, I'm not sure what's going on with her and why she's, uh, you know, getting very aggressive with him. Wow, I'll tell you. I mean, it's a complex question, but um, you know, it sounds like me and my wife, as we as we've gotten older, um, to be honest with you. <laughs> Let me ask you a few questions. Has anything changed in your household, um, and you know, mainly related to the dogs? Um, I, I would have to say no. Um, no, not 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 uh, to, related to them. No. How about their exercising? I mean, are you walking the same amount? Are they going out the same amount of time? Has something changed in in, in that? Um, no, not really. Um, I don't walk them. I uh, keep them in a fenced-in area, you know, in my backyard. So they, you know, they're they're allowed out to, you know, whenever they want to go out. But they usually just stay out for a few minutes and they come in. Um, at this time now, I'm only letting one out at a time because she gets rough with him out there. And he's nine. Um, he's a gentle giant. He tolerates her. Uh, but he's just, you know... He doesn't want to fight with her. He doesn't really want to play that much with her. So um, I, I'm not sure. And, and when they're in the house, they um, have a large sectional couch that they uh, that is theirs that they've been sharing all these years. And now she doesn't want them on the couch. You know, she wants the whole couch to herself. It's not big enough for the two of them. So you know, when I go out, I I put up uh, a piece of lattice by the uh, doorway, and I I have to keep them separated because she does go after him. She gets nasty. She, you know, it's never been anything really bad, but I I don't want it to get to that point. Well, the funny thing about it, if they were younger, first thing I would ask you if they were spayed and neutered. But um, they you know, are, yes. Like this, okay, yes. well that's wonderful actually. Um, at this age in life, and and it's if this is a funny situation because the same thing had happened within 
in-laws' dogs of mine, and it's almost basically at the same age. And what we had found out was is that the um, the female had developed um, arthritis, and the female just was in was was in pain and did not want the male around her anymore. And the older she got, the grumpier she got um, about it until they had treatment done. And what I would do is, is I would have a good examination by a veterinarian, check out and check the dogs out, and to see if there's an underlying problem. Because sometimes if, if one dog, you know, is in pain, and if the other dog, for whatever reason, triggered it where, you know, maybe they were playing, she felt it, and she don't want to feel it again. And that's very, very, um, that's very common in dogs as they get older. And especially female Rotties, they tend to, as they get older, get also a little bit more aggressive. And it's not surprisingly, they're both, um, you know, they're, they're, they're both up there in age, and she might not just want the male around. Um, now, the question I have is, when they get aggressive, I mean, does it get real bad? I mean, is it something you have to worry about that they're, that they're going to draw blood? Um, she, on occasion, she has, you know, she has broken the skin um, in the past on his ear. You know, she, she put a little hole in his ear. Um, you know, nicked his skin. Nothing that, you know, that he didn't recover from. But um, I, I just noticed, you know, in the past two months, she's just so nasty and um, I, I just don't want to subject him to uh, her type of abuse because he, he just he doesn't he doesn't want to fight with her. He's much larger than her, uh, mm-hmm. but but he, he's just a gentle giant. And you know when she goes after him, he really doesn't even respond because he does not want to get into it with her. You know, it's it's like I said, it's complex because it's unusual um, at this age that they should start this unless there's an underlying problem. What I would do is I would go to your veterinarian. And I would have a good examination done if you didn't already do that on both dogs. And I bet you're going to find a female that um that you're going to find an underlying problem that's um probably correctable, and um they they should be able to hopefully take care of it, and and you be able to move on. But I bet you there's something that he triggered. And like I said, we've experienced um with arthritis in the female, and basically we kept her comfortable. Um, we didn't want to go on on meds. We did massage therapy, and you know what it. it it worked out real well, I have to be honest with you. I would get the examination done and try that first, and I, and I think that, um, that that should take care of your problem. Give that a shot, Melissa. We appreciate your calls today. 1-866-405-8405 to talk to any one of the Dream Team. Vinny Penn, your party animal, coming back at you. One quick question to throw your way. Whatever happened to the doghouse? And I don't mean the sofa after you've had it out during dinner over what you were going to watch on TV that night. Uh, Survivor versus One Tree Hill. Not that doghouse. We all know that doghouse is alive and well. A buddy of mine just uh, bought a new place. We're visiting him this past weekend. He takes me out to show me where Thor's room is. Uh, and Thor's room, to be honest with you, is what I would call the back Patio, huge awning, big sofa bed, plush, very comfortable, Uh, this whole area to meander about. And it got me to thinking about when I was a kid, uh, almost every backyard had that really cool, just kitschy, cool doghouse way in the corner. And it was exactly that. I mean, it was a little small for some of the dogs, sometimes pretty big for some of the other dogs. And it would have their name over the roof. And uh, 
I mean, sure, back then we thought, oh, when it pours and rains, they must run it. It never stopped to think how much the dog might love it in there. They don't need to be upgraded to the, the bridal suite. I don't know that a lot of the, I think the animal communicators out there, as much as I think that's farcical, they might tell you, you know, uh, I'm looking at spot here and, uh, I think he needs some space. I think he wants some distance from you guys. And, uh, you know, on the back patio, he could hear you squabbling over the O'Reilly factor, and it's not really working for him. The back patio? Please don't let the doghouse go the way of even the, the, the birdhouse or the treehouse. Some other guys I know pointed to the fort they had uh, in the backyard for their kids, and it was completely prefab. It was not just those planks wedged into the tree that really weren't even safe, with the ladder just being planks of wood nailed into the tree kind of haphazardly and uh, the fire department uh, needing to be called just to get the kids. This is, this is what youth was in the 70s. No, you weren't safe in that treehouse in the backyard, and you didn't want to be. Uh, and yeah, the doghouse was a little bit small for the dog, and maybe he did get a little bit scared during thunderstorms, but it was better than him here and the two of you make love. I'm Vinny Penn, your party animal, baby. This is Animal Radio. We're looking for people overwhelmed by too many pets to be in a TV series about really large animal families. If you or someone you know owns a house full of animals, call us toll-free at one eight seven seven my 8 pets One of the joys of owning a dog is going places together. Kurgo's award-winning line of pet travel products makes this easier and safer for your pet. The Kurgo line includes everything from a backseat barrier, which keeps Fido in the backseat, to an auto zip line to keep your dog secure. And for the little guys, Kurgo has a Skybox booster seat, which provides them with a clear view of the road. If you're going somewhere with your dog, visit Kurgo.com. That's K-U-R-G-O.com. Why read a newspaper in the age of the Internet? Because you take the time to think things through, like your love of animals. You want to know where your voice and donations can be most effective. Animal People is the newspaper for people who care enough about animals to give real thought to how best to help animals. Request your free sample copy at www.animalpeoplenews.org. Okay, time to check out that website I heard about, www.safeguardfordogs.com. There it is. Hi, I'm Don. The virtual host is a nice touch. It looks like these links and videos cover everything a dog owner might want to know about intestinal worm infections and how to prevent them. Here's a savings coupon for Safeguard K90 Wormers and even an online reminder service. Better bookmark this one, www.safeguardfordogs.com. When I went looking for a quality allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. This is Jane Lynch on Animal Radio. Please spay and neuter your animal. This is Animal Radio, baby. Be careful. Step around the hairball. Don't want to step in that hairball there. Yeah. Get Guido to clean that up. Especially cold, wet hairballs. Yeah. Oh, I hate that. When you're barefoot in, in the middle, middle of the, of the night. night. <laughs> 
yikes. You were talking a few minutes ago about divorce, the animals of divorce. And, you know, here I'm thinking last month was uh, Valentine's, and that's generally the time that you kick the uh, the girlfriend or the boyfriend to the curb. You, you get them for the holidays, then you, you have them through New Year's and then through... I Valentine's. don't know about that. Oh, come on. Yeah. And, and a lot of time you make a, a real attachment to their animal during that time. And it's tough. And it's tough for the animals too, isn't it, Doc? Oh, absolutely. I mean, they, they bond to us and, you know, there's... You know, even someone who enters their life later on, you know, it is still, it's a family member, and it's still that familiar pack. So, yeah, it changes everything they know. It's like having well, two dads, though, or two moms. Yeah. It is. And, you know, there's a whole realm of animal law now. So this is a whole thing. Uh, this is actually in people's marriage, uh, in their different uh, pre-wedding papers and uh, divorce decrees and all of that. So, yeah, it is very big in the animal world now. Not a day goes by someone doesn't call and say... What is that food that you're always talking about on Animal Radio? Mm-hmm. And I tell them, Stella and Chewy's, this is the food that Ladybug the Studio stunt dog eats. And she it, actually eats it. She's finicky as heck, but she will eat She, this. You know, she's a, one of those diva girls. Yes, yeah, so she's, you know, a little six pounds, a little dainty girl. Can I say, I think she's putting on a little weight. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, you can. I've seen it, too, and I, you know. You're only supposed to feed them three patties a day. She's getting, what, six patties? Well, she likes the food a lot. She does. Okay, so if you're having trouble finding a food that your dog likes, that's good. Natural goodness for dogs made with raw, USDA-inspected meat raised naturally with no added hormones or antibiotics, just the way nature intended. It's freeze-dried. This is uh, that raw diet. It's freeze-dried. No probiotics, no antibiotics, just good food, little patties. Mm -hmm. And we're always talking about the patties. Mm -hmm. This is their food, but they also have a treat, which is great for the cats and for the dogs. Yeah, but see, again, you say that word treat and people think junk. I'm looking at the side of the package. The first ingredient and the only ingredient is chicken. It's freeze-dried chicken chunks. Good stuff. I guarantee both your dogs and cats will love it as well as the dinners. Uh, You want a free sample of the dinner? Go ahead and send me a self-addressed stamped envelope. All the address and details over at AnimalRadio.com. You can also purchase Stella and Chewies over at AnimalRadio.com, or you can learn more about it at their website, StellaAndChewies.com. You can't buy it there, but they'll tell you where you can buy it, or you can get it from AnimalRadio.com. The front. Give them a call. They have a toll-free number. If you didn't think that whole Internet thing was going to take off like I, I really didn't think I it was going to. I think it's going to stick, Al. I think it's going to stick. Well, I didn't uh, I didn't get any computer or Internet connection. I don't know that Twitter tube or that uh, Facebook Thingy. I don't do any of that kind of stuff. Animal Radio does, but personally, I don't. That's what we have so Bobby for. I prefer the old-fashioned way, the toll-free phone number to get in touch with Stella and Chewy's, 888-477-8977. Or get your uh, free sample by sending us a self-addressed stamped envelope, all the information over at AnimalRadio.com. Don't call them for the free samples. They called us this last week. They said they got a barrage of phone yes, calls. stop calling them. We're the ones giving away the samples. We want your Radio. calls. Yeah. We want you to try this stuff. We love it, and we want to share it with you. <sighs> so, Joey, how do you like it so far? What do you think of the, uh, the studio? And the... He just got here. Yeah, I well, no, I don't want to pressure him or anything like that. I, I hope he likes it a lot. Well, I'm having a good time here, Al. i got to tell you. I mean, this, the studio is great. The weather out here is um, is, 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 is wonderful compared to what I left back on the East Coast. And, um, you know, I think I'm going to like things out here. Just come on, find me some Italian food, please. This is Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. Dr. Debbie, you rushed in today. You were. Uh, yeah, I did. I was a little bit frazzled. <laughs> you got a lot going on in the office there, don't you? 
It's it's raining sick cats and dogs and sick ferrets, I'll oh. tell you. Boy, uh, from ferrets that are almost seizuring to oh, no. dogs in labor, um, you just name it, and it's happening right now here. <laughs> it's it's feast or famine for you, and of course, you're the really the only one here that could get called away on an emergency and probably get called away in the middle of the night. Fortunately, your husband's also a veterinarian, so he can understand that. We don't get called away for any... Nobody has a like a uh, DJ emergency. <laughs> So, no, but I, I know someone who has a wedding. They might need an emergency DJ, do, but does that apply? Yeah, that's. Uh, I don't know if that that would be uh, as much. Shotgun of an wedding. A uh, Bobby, of course, she carries a pager and she'll go cover any animal breaking news. Uh, She's so there. both of you guys uh, are there when you're needed. There. Uh, let's go back to the phones, Jim. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing great. How about yourself? Very good. Where are you? Hey, terrific. Hey, I was. My question is, I've got a tabby kitty that's about six to seven years old, and we're having a little bit of trouble with. Uh, almost, you know, cats look when they do it, trying to cough up a hairball. Okay. It, what happens is there's no hairball there. We brought it to the vet on a regular visits and what have you, and it's the same type of symptoms, coughing up, coughing up. She'll come in from outside. She'll jump down from a chair. She'll get, when she's being chased by the other cat, for example, they're playing, she'll stop all of a sudden and start the cough. And we've tried the gel to help release the, the cat ball, uh, the, the hairball. And they've mm-hmm. also done an x-ray, to, and there's no major obstruction. So the vet says, well, you know, as long as the cat's healthy, and it's been going on for about two and a half years, uh, just monitor it, and we'll take it from there. And I was just wondering, is there any other thing that you could suggest that's causing this? Well, um, now, let me get this clear. Now, how often does the coughing actually occur? Is it a daily thing, several times a day? Yeah, several times a day, and okay. it's um, it's somewhat intermittent. It's not every single day, but it could be first thing in the morning when she wakes up, and but it's generally when she gets excited or get or, or there's activity, heavy activity. Oh, okay. All right, and let me ask you, how is your kitty's body style? Are we slender? Are we healthy weight or chubby? No, she's slender. She's about eight and maybe eight and a half, eight pounds and a half uh, ounces, and she's has not put on weight in the last three and a half years. Okay. All right. Well, that's good because the first thing is you were describing these signs of coughing, especially after like activity or moving around, yes. you know, is I, I tend to think of things like asthma in cats, which is actually very common. Um, and believe it or not, about 1% of the cat population is actually found to have feline asthma. And it actually is a disease where the airways constrict and very similar to the problem in people where you can't get air. And um, kitties that have asthma tend to be usually a little bit on the heavier side, and, and that makes it harder for them with that condition. Um, and if the cough is just once in a blue moon, I probably wouldn't worry. But a couple times a day, it starts to get my yeah, my feelers up where I, I start to get uh, untreated. I, I'd like to see something happen there. So I would certainly say that it might be worth looking into asthma further. And beyond an x-ray, you know, your veterinarian may want to do things like blood work. And also, I would screen for heartworm disease. Heartworm, and uh, right. it's not as common in cats, but we know that can affect the cardiovascular system. So coughing would be something that I would want to check for that condition. But if, if it is something that, that your vet says, eh, you know, maybe this is asthma, um, there are some things we can do to treat that. Um, believe it or not, inhaler therapy, there's all sorts of different types that we can use for kitties. 
medications like steroids, such as prednisone or injections of steroids, can help give them good quality time uh, over a period of time. And then there's even bronchodilators. So that's my first thought. And I don't know that the hairball remedy is probably going to help us a whole lot unless we establish yeah, it didn't, that this. It didn't do anything, right? Yeah. If it's coughing and we bring up a hairball, then that's different. But if it's coughing after exercise or movement, then I'm going to look at that lower airway system as potentially a problem there. And uh, and just asthma is you know, at the top of my list there. So that, I'd check into now, that a little bit more. Now, if they have asthma and there's no, if we don't treat her for that, is that harmful or can she Depends, go yeah. I mean. Untreated asthma can lead to further, uh, I don't want to say damage of the airways, but it puts more stress on those airways, uh, and we can get some other consequences. Definitely stress to the heart, and in, even in a situation, even with a cat with treated asthma, we can get what we call spontaneous pneumothorax. It's a weird condition where basically you get air that escapes out of the lungs, and it builds up around uh, the chest. So um, that can actually be very um, immediately pressing. And that's the other thing is that cats with asthma, if it's just a chronic cough, it may not seem like a lot, but for some cats, it can be life-threatening. They can go into a respiratory distress, just like a little kid that has an asthma condition and you have to rush to the ER. Cats can have that too. So um, I would encourage you, (laughs) in a very nice way, to look into that a bit further and see if it's something as simple as, you know, getting an inhaler and helping your kitty with that or getting her an injection um, every couple months, then it might be well worth it. Jim, I want you to know that uh, as as this phone call has progressed, uh, Boog the Studio Cat just came into the studio here and uh, threw up a bunch of grass all over. So I don't know if that was his two cents worth, but uh, hopefully uh, your vet will have some answers for you. Can I send you some world's best cat litter? Oh, absolutely. Okay, I have a bag sitting right here on my seat. I'll send it off your way. Uh, hold on one second so we can get your information. You got that there, Judy? Okay, there you go. World's Best Cat Litter. If you don't get through today and win a bag, you can get $3 off a bag. Head on over to AnimalRadio.com and click the World's Best Cat Litter banner for your free printable coupon for $3 off. $3 off World's Best Cat Litter. And that, of course, is whole kernel corn. We use it here at Animal Radio and have used it for years. We love this stuff. I'm tired. I don't know about you. You know, it wears me out every time, but I love doing it. Montel Williams is a more genuine guy than I ever really imagined. Oh, I knew it. I knew that was the kind of guy. I watched his shows years ago. He's just, he tells you like it is. He didn't mince any words no, today, he did doesn't. he? doesn't. He's, he's a great guy. He tells you what to do with those airlines that uh, won't let your <laughs> pet come on board. Uh, there you go. By the way, I wanted to mention, if you missed any part of today's show, you can download the podcast from the website after it airs across the country on AnimalRadio.com. Head on over there as well as you can get discounts, uh, all kinds of good things. AnimalRadio.com. Joey, you look tired, too. How'd your first day go? It went great. I mean, I still think I'm on East Coast time here. i got to get used to it, but it went wonderful. I had a good time with you guys. Okay, well, we're going to go uh, find a place for you to eat good Italian food this afternoon. Maybe we could all go out to dinner or something like that. I'm looking forward to that. Help me. Have yourself a great week. Bye. Bye. Bye now. This is Animal Radio Network.